0: Clients On Demand teaches coaches, consultants, thought leaders, and professional service providers how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for your clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All of this information is 100% free. So please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hey guys, Russ Rufino, founder of ClientsOnDemand.com. We've done over $70 million in high ticket coaching sales. Our clients have done over a billion dollars in high ticket coaching sales. So if you're a coach, expert, author, speaker, and you wanna learn how to get the right clients at the right price, you are in the right place. So today we're gonna be talking about three habits that you absolutely must give up if you want to build a million dollar business or become a millionaire yourself. Joining me today is the amazing, the brilliant, the wonderful Jane Jewell. She's our managing director here at Clients On Demand. Jane, what's going on?
1: Hey there, good to be here.
0: This is for anybody that that that, that has aspirations of building a great business or even achieving a million dollar net worth. The truth guys, is that success is 100% a mindset. It really, really is. You know, we've been doing this for a long time and we've we've seen many, many people succeed. We've seen many people fail. And the difference between them is really about what is going on up here. So that's a big part of what we're gonna be talking about today, but you can't think to yourself that you know everything. You can't think to yourself that, well, if I just keep doing things the way that I've been doing them, that I'm gonna get where I wanna go because that's usually not true. If you if you want to make a quantum leap forward in your life, there's big, big changes that you have to make in the way that you think and, and in the strategies that you pursue and in the things that you do. So that's what we're gonna be talking about today.
1: Yeah, I love that. It definitely is a mindset. I think that most people think that it's just a strategy right? And if I get the right strategy or if I knew more, then I would get to where I want to go. I'd have more money and I'd really be able to create that wealth that I desire. The truth of the matter is, is it always starts with the way that you're thinking about it. Because if you're stuck in the way that you're thinking, the truth of the matter is, is you're not going to take any action you need to do anyway. So it's always got to start with with your thinking and your beliefs and and fundamentally, even just a belief that you know that you can do it, that you are meant to have abundance in your life, that you're meant to uh, to be a millionaire. And just the way that you think about money or your own abilities is everything.
0: 100%. Absolutely. So the first habit that you need to give up is number one, getting ready to get ready. Now, this is something that I see all the time. And, and what it's really born out of is fear. So for example, you set a big goal for yourself, but that goal is so big and so terrifying that it all of a sudden, all of these like negative little little demons pop up in your brain about why you can't do it. Well, no one in my family's ever done this before. Well, I wasn't a straight A student. Well, I wasn't especially gifted. You know, I don't have a PhD. I don't have whatever letters after my name. You know, I've tried all these other things before and i failed. So all of these like little negative thoughts tend to sort of bubble up. And at that point, many people just give up on their dream altogether. But if you don't give up on your dream, what you can do is hide in the busy work. And this, I think, is actually even more common. And what I mean by this is that anytime you want to achieve something big, there's probably like one or two things that you could do right now that would catapult you in the direction of that goal. The problem is those one or two things are usually really, really scary to do. They're going to be way outside your comfort zone. They're going to be things that you've never done before. And so you look at doing those things and you go oh I couldn't do that but let me do something else instead that makes me feel like I'm being productive even though it's not getting me anywhere closer to my goal. I'll give you an example. I was talking to a friend of mine and uh this is a friend of mine who's got a master's degree so he's an educated guy and you know he was having trouble just kind of finding his footing in the in the in the career space and the job space and so he kind of ended up um you know just taking like a like a like kind of like a joe job, you know, like just like a job that that you know he was way overqualified for. And, you know, I was talking to him and I was like, hey man, you know, how's the job going? And he's like, you know, it's just, just, I don't know. I feel like I I should be doing more. I should be meant for something more. So I'm actually thinking about going back to school and getting my PhD. Mm. And I was like, okay, (laughs) let's just take a second and deconstruct that. Is that gonna bring you closer to your goal? Or is it actually gonna make you go be be further away from your goal? So let's fast forward, like, you know, three years, let's say is how long it takes him to get his PhD. He's gotta go back to school. He's coming out. He's three years older. It's probably going to cost, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand dollars, which he doesn't have. So he's going to have to borrow that. So now you're fast forwarding three years. He's he's a few hundred thousand dollars deeper in debt. Three years have gone by and he's coming back into the same job market that he's having problems succeeding in right now. The only difference is that now he has a different title after his name. And is that really going to be the thing that moves him forward? Like Out of all the possible actions he could take. You know, and I was like, man, you know, how many places have you applied for? I mean, how many different opportunities have you pursued? And he's like, well, I've put out some applications here and there. And so I began to realize what was really going on. He was afraid to really aggressively put himself out there in the job market because he was afraid that people would say no. And so for him, it was more emotionally comfortable. For him to go back into university, which is this nice, cozy, safe place, and hang out there for three years, even if it was going to put him $200,000 deeper in debt, to save him from the fear of having to actually put himself out there and actually get shot down in the job market. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense, guys? We can do this all the time without even realizing it. And people spend years here. People spend decades here. I mean, people spend their whole lifetime here. So you have to be really, really careful. And, and let's say you've set a big goal for yourself. Take a step back and take a look. What are you doing every day? What is that stuff that's on your to-do list? And look at those items and say, hey, you know what, man? Is this really going to move me closer to my goal? Or is it just busy work that I can I can feel like I did something good with my day? And here's a big hint. If the stuff on your to-do list isn't a little bit scary or maybe a lot, maybe a lot scary, it's probably not aggressive enough. And that's what it takes. So if you're spending all of this time getting ready to get ready, you're, you you feel like you're being productive, but really you're just killing time and making that goal even farther away than it is now.
1: That's such a good example. I love that. And and oftentimes we put something in the way, like this obstacle, so that we can make. This thing out there that we believe to be the the obstacle to be the reason why we're not where we want to be or we don't have what we want to have, right? So in this example with your friend, it's like, oh well, it's not really me or my ability to get a job or my willingness to put myself on the line. It's really about the degree or the letters that I have after my name. So let me go focus in on that. Because then it doesn't have to be about me and my self-responsibility of putting myself on on the line. And that is, that's either you're living in fear, right? That's all your mindset and your perspective of how you're thinking about it. And it even goes down to, um, you know, it doesn't even have to be so extreme, right? So we talk to people all the time where they're like, oh my gosh, one day, I'm going to go out there and start that business. One day, I'm going to have this amazing you know, group coaching program. But first, I'm going to spend some time and I'm really going to be thinking about what is the perfect foundational program? What is the perfect uh, website that I, that I would need to have. And, you know, I would have to go out and find somebody to do branding, or I'd have to go out and find somebody to do my website, or I have to go out. Right. And it's all about this big list of things to do. And honestly, we have this ability to take something that is so small and make it so big. Right. So there's so much getting ready. There's so much to do as opposed to, you know what, all I really need to do is declare myself. I am a coach. Right. I'm hanging up my shingle. Here I am. My business is open. Let's start. But the more you delay it, like there's all these other things to do, it just makes it so hard in yourself. And oftentimes it prevents us from getting started at all because now it just looks so daunting. And, And like you said, it's that fear And it's this idea of, hey, it's not me. It's all these other things that have to be done ahead of time. I'm not ready yet. There's all these other things that have to happen first.
0: And what's so sneaky about it, Jane, is that it all sounds reasonable. Yes. You know, that's the sneaky part. Like, it sounds reasonable. Well, yeah, how am I going to be a, you know, how am I going to make a million dollars as a coach without like a super professional brand and like super professional pictures and I should probably go out there and I should probably get certified someplace because I'm I'm like, I'm really good at what I do, but I'm, you know, technically I'm not even certified. And then, and then wait a minute, I don't really have any like testimonials or case studies or anything like that. So, you know, I should probably work for free for a little while and, uh, and and then get some testimonials and case studies together. Yeah. yeah, You know, I think, I think I'll do that. And, and, And then it sounds so reasonable, but really what you have done is just push success off for like a year, (laughs) at least as you go and you do all of those things. So please understand this, that there's so many places that you can hide and it's really going to sound good to you. It's going to sound reasonable, but it isn't. So it's that bold, scary action. So a couple quick clues. Number one, if you're not making offers, you're not getting where you want to go. So fundamentally, business is about putting yourself in a situation where you're talking to someone or someone's coming to your website or or whatever medium you're using, and that person has the power to say yes or the power to say no. Like when I was trying to be an actor when I was in my 20s, I would do all the things. I would go to acting class, I would rehearse scenes, I would read plays, I would do scene studies, I would do workshops. The one thing that I wouldn't do (laughs) was go into an audition where someone could say, yes, you're hired, or no, we don't want to work with you. And the reason I didn't do that is because that's the part where rejection happens. And that's the part that's scary. That's the part that we're trying to avoid. So if you don't like doing sales calls, that's what you're trying to avoid. If, you, if you're if you afraid to kind of put yourself out there, put your message out there, you know, even put like an add to cart button on your website, you're afraid that people are not going to click that button. But you know what? If that button isn't there, you're right. No one's going to click it. (laughs) And there are going to be people that say no on a sales call. And there are going to be people that turn you down uh, in a job interview or an audition or anything like that. But that's how you get to yes. Mm. Understand? So if you're not making offers, if you're not putting yourself on the line where someone can say yes or no, then you're not really building a business. You're not really building anything. And so your goal should be, how can you make that happen as fast as possible? So like, look, you could waste time building a brand. You could waste time having the perfect website, having the perfect blog, or you can start generating conversations with people who can say yes or no. Because maybe you have to have five conversations to get one yes. Maybe you have to have 10. Maybe you have to have 20. But the goal is to have that happen as fast as possible. And all that other stuff is just getting ready to get ready. Does that make sense? Another clue I want to give you, and I think I mentioned this before, is that if you're looking at your to-do list and the stuff that you want to do, if those things are not scary to you and outside your comfort zone, they're probably not the things that you should be focused on. So ask yourself, is the stuff that I'm working on really going to move the ball forward for me today? Or is it just stuff where I'm adding in all these little obstacles, right? Like, and, and, and think about what everyone else around you believes. Cause this is another reason why this is so sneaky. It's because these things sound reasonable. And because if you're not successful, you're probably surrounded by a lot of other unsuccessful people and they've got the same excuses that you have. And so now you guys can reinforce each other's stories. You go to your friend who's also struggling to become a coach and you're like, Hey, man, I think, uh, I think I'm going to become a coach and I think I'm going to, um, uh, you know, try to try to run some ads and generate some conversations with potential clients. And they go, well, wait a minute, are you are you certified? Well, no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not certified. Well, you better get certified because otherwise no one's gonna take you seriously. Oh yeah, that sounds right. So yeah, let's 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 go get certified together. You know what I'm saying? And now they enroll you into their like unproductive story. <laughs> and this is it's really insidious. We see this all the time. Yeah. So, so another great question to ask yourself is what does everybody else around me believe? And what would happen if I believed the opposite? What if the opposite is true? You're surrounded by people, they all think you need a certification. Ask yourself, what if I don't? You know, you're surrounded by by people who are saying, well, you know, the most you could ever charge for for your stuff is $27 or or $47 because you're not established and nobody knows who you are. Okay, is that true? What would happen if I went out there and tried to charge 5,000 or $10,000? Asking those kinds of questions, guys, was was the genesis of our company because there were all these people out there that had all these really convoluted ways of getting clients and I just sat down and I asked myself, well, what's the conventional way of doing things? And, and what's, what if that's not true? And let's try it and see. And maybe and sometimes we found that some of those kind of long-held beliefs, uh, the, the sort of like common sense, let's say, sometimes those things were true, but most of the time they weren't true. They were just excuses and rationalizations and superstitions that enough people had picked up that now everyone just sort of took them for granted. So the more you can ask yourself these kinds of questions, are you doing things that are scary? Are you just accepting what everybody tells you? Or are you considering what would happen if the opposite is true? If you're thinking that way, that's how you get yourself out of that rut of getting ready to get ready. Mm. So that brings me to the second piece, right? The second habit that you really need to give up. And that is the habit of thinking small, thinking small. Look, if you're setting goals, you might as well set big ones. I don't want you to go out there and set goals that are so big that they that they paralyze you, but you should be setting goals that are outside your comfort zone, that are a little bit scary to you. Yeah. And, and there's a few reasons for that. First of all, I can tell you from experience that it is easier to hit a big goal than it is to hit a small goal. And, and, and why is that true? It's because you're gonna be orienting your action in a certain direction. And when you've got a big goal that could massively change your life, like look, I wanna build a company that does a million dollars a year, right, that might seem like a crazy number to you. But when you're focused on that, it's gonna generate tremendous energy for you because you know that if you hit that goal, it's gonna change your whole life. And by and by, sort of aiming high, you're making sure that the choices that you make are choices that won't just work right now for a little while, but the choices that will work and work over the long term and work at scale. And that's really important thing to consider because there's so many strategies out there that'll help you bring a quick buck into your business like once or twice, and then they stop working. You want something that will work for you continuously, sustainably, you know, bringing you clients, bringing you customers, whatever it is. And, and the best way to do that is to set these goals that are big and aggressive because man, does it focus your energy like nothing else.
1: Yeah, I always say that you need to set a goal that like has <gasps> you catch your breath right? Yes, it's like, it's just a, a little bit it. like, <gasps> right? Like there's this like, wow, what did I say that a little bit, you know? And it feels, it feels like you said, a little bit uncomfortable And and most of the time, how many people, most people I think set goals is they look at and they go, okay, what seems possible, right? So, all right, I'm making, you know, $5,000 a month now, I, I guess if I did this and I did this and this aligned, um, I think it's possible for me to get to $8,000 a month, right? And it's like we, we look at w- what business do I have coming in now? What, what's already on the books? How many appointments do I already have? How, you know, and so we, we evaluate where we currently are, our current circumstance, and then we set goals based on our current circumstance of what feels safe, where we think that we're gonna go. And, you know, we do that because we wanna win, right? We wanna say, oh, I set this goal and I nailed it, right? I did it, I did it. But if it doesn't do that, where it catches your breath, where you're setting this goal because it lights you up and the thought of that says, you know what? I am so driven by this. I am so strong in my reasons why that I'm going to stay up late at night. I'm going to get up early in the morning. I'm going to do whatever it takes because this is a little bit scary. And I know it's going to cause me to be something. It's going to it's going to have me grow. I'm going to be more right as opposed to, hey, I have all these things in place. Yeah, that's reasonable. That seems that seems like a great idea. And so setting these goals that catches your breath, it's exciting. And the truth of the matter is, is you have to train yourself a little bit to think that way. And, you know, for some of us, we do that and we get really scared, but you got to start shifting your mindset and have tools in your back pocket or, um, you know, a coach or a mentor that is helping you to change the way that you're thinking about it so that it excites you as opposed to it debilitates you where you're not in action at all.
0: Yeah, so exactly. So here's the way it works, guys. You set a big goal for yourself. And then, like I said before, you start taking those meaningful, impactful, scary actions to move you aggressively in the direction of that goal. And then what's going to happen? You're going to hit a brick wall. You're going to hit resistance. And then what you have to do is find a way to innovate around that problem, make those improvements. And then get past that barrier and then you keep going up to the next level until you hit the next barrier. And then you go and you fix that thing and then you go and you fix that thing. And what you're doing is improving. And the faster you can make those little loops happen, the faster you're going to get where you want to go. Because look, the reason you don't have a million dollar business right now today is that there's a bunch of stuff that you're doing wrong that you can't even see. So what you do is you start moving in the direction of your goals and then you hit resistance. And when you hit resistance, it's like it's like life tapping you on the shoulder going, Hey man, I know you want to get to a million dollars, but you gotta fix this, you gotta fix this thing first. Mm-hmm. And so the faster you can fix that thing and move forward, the better. The problem is, is we're either afraid to take big action, like we talked about before, or when we run into those initial problems, we 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 let it completely take the wind out of our sails, or we think like, oh man, you know, it's it's supposed to be a flow, it's supposed to be easy, you know. If I'm if I'm in the zone, <laughs> I, sh- I feel like it should just work, you know, and it's and it's just not working. It's like, no, dude, you are doing this because you know you're gonna have problems, but fixing yeah. those problems is how you grow, yeah, and that's the good stuff, like look the money is great okay having money is awesome like don't let anybody tell you that having money sucks because having money is awesome but what's really awesome is the person that you become along the way as you solve problem after problem after problem because some of those problems are going to be in your strategy like oh I tried doing you know I tried um, you know I tried saying this in a job interview and it didn't work so let me try saying this instead or I put this on my resume and it didn't work so let me say this instead but the the, the best stuff the good stuff is when you've got something deep in your psychology that's holding your holding you back you know, your whole life, you never felt like you were good enough. Your whole life, you never felt like you were smart enough. And then you, you, you try to take action and you realize that that belief is sabotaging the stuff that you're doing. That belief is causing those problems. And, and how amazing would your life be if you let go of that belief once and for all? And maybe that belief has been in your family for generations. But how amazing would your life be if you let that go once and for all and started to really believe that you were a born winner? And then that's that shift. And that's something, that confidence, that power, that's something that you're going to carry with you for the rest of your life. So these big lessons that you encounter as you take confident, scary action towards your goals, uh, the faster you can learn those lessons, the faster you're going to develop as an entrepreneur and as a human being. But if you're not like thinking big and setting those big goals, um, it just makes it so much difficult for you to, to, to to rapidly improve who you are. You know, I tell people all the time, if you wanna grow and advance spiritually and advance as a human being, don't go sit and meditate in a cave, start a business. <laughs> because if you start a business and you have aggressive goals for that business, oh man, you're gonna be tested in a thousand different ways, but you're gonna grow and you're gonna grow really fast. Whereas if yeah. you're just sitting in a cave, it's like, oh, this cave is cold, this floor is hard. That sucks. <laughs> I guess that's its own kind of problems, but man, it's not gonna test you like <laughs> like growing a business well, for sure.
1: Yeah. Yes, definitely something to be said for putting yourself on the line and moving through any of those resistances or wobbles or, or circumstances, right? And what people tend to do is they put themselves on the line and if it doesn't work, the first thought is, well, I guess I really wasn't meant for that. Or, well, I guess the universe, this is, this is just a sign. This is a sign that I'm not supposed to start a business. I'm supposed to keep at my job or this is a sign, right? And, and so what happens is we can think small when we start to come up with also why we don't have what we want to have, right? So in, instead of looking at in terms of, Hey, this is something that I have to learn. This is something I have to get on the other side of. This is calling me to be more. It's causing me to grow. Right? You've got to think big in those places too, not just in setting your goals. You have to think big as you move beyond any any one of those obstacles. That's where it really counts.
0: Absolutely, guys. And I want to say one other quick thing about this. When you set a big goal for yourself, it's probably best to be very careful about who you share it with.
1: Mm. Because
0: you have to understand there are people in your life that are inside their comfort zones. Like this is like most people. If you guys ever saw the movie The Matrix, right, Morpheus is talking to Neo and he talks about how all these people are plugged into this matrix, they're plugged into this virtual reality and you have to understand that most people are not ready to be unplugged. They're so wrapped up in their own story that anything that comes to them that challenges that story in any way, they're probably going to lash out against and, and, and aggressively defend that story. So this could be some of the people that are closest to you. It could be your parents, could be your brother, could be your sister, could be your best friend. If the moment you tell them, hey, I, I think I'm going st- to quit my job and I'm going to start this business and I, and I really think if I do it right, I could get to a million dollars, right? If that idea violates their little comfort zone that they've been living in, they're going to be like, no, 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 you know, you, I don't think that's a good idea. You can't do that, blah, 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 blah. And, and, and part of it's going to be because they want to protect you, right? Because, because doing something like that is so outside of the realm of possibility for them. It's just as crazy as if you said, hey, I'm going to jump off this building because I think I can fly, yeah. you know, they're going, to, they're going to try to talk you out of it because it's just so absurd to them. But the key is just, you know, accept that they have their set of limitations and that they have their stories, and that they have their excuses. And then that's fine. You don't need to... You don't need to bump up against that in any way. You're gonna create your own reality and you're gonna prove by what you achieve that things are possible that they didn't believe were possible before that. And so when you're setting these big goals for yourself, Unless you've got somebody in your life that's on that same trajectory, that's like you guys are like right in sync, you guys both have the same goal, sure, talk about it with that person. But for the normal the normal people in your life, like the civilians in your the normies, <laughs> let's say, in your life, right, who aren't setting these crazy goals and don't have these crazy entrepreneurial ambitions, um, you know, keep your cards close to your vest, man. Uh, don't go out there and tell everybody what you're going to do. Just go do it and then let them be astonished at what you achieved.
1: It definitely tells you the, the power of a peer group too, right? To make sure you, you know, it's just wonderful to have at least a couple of people in your life that can think like you, that can think big or is going to help you and cause you to think big. You know, I think that's the value in being things in things like a mastermind or, you know, working with someone and searching out at least a handful of those people in your life that are like, okay. I'm thinking big. I'm gonna to relate to you like you're big, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna start scaling these walls, these mountains together. Um, it's really important that you have at least one person in your life like that.
0: Yeah, there's no substitute for that, guys. That's why we're big believers in masterminds. That's why we have masterminds. We have group programs. All of our programs are group programs, not one-on-one. And the reason for that is because it allows you to connect with people that are on the same journey as you who are gonna support you and cheerlead for you in a way that other people just can't. Because if they're not starting a business and they're not entrepreneurial and they're not a coach or they're not whatever, they're just not really gonna understand what it is that you do. And so you might go to them and be like, hey, I just signed up a client for $10,000. And you know, they'll be like, oh, that's really cool. But you can just tell they get this like weird, <laughs> like yeah. glazed, glazed look on their face. Like, I don't, I don't really know what that meant, <laughs> you know? So it's really important to be working with people that are on the same journey as you. And more importantly, that are further ahead on that journey because they can turn around and tell you, hey, these are the pitfalls and these are the things to do and the things not to do. And that's actually a really good segue into the third thing, which is that you must stop doing if you want to become a millionaire, and that's dabbling instead of doing. Now here's what I mean by this. We already talked about sort of getting ready to get ready, but I'm I'm sort of talking about something different here. What I mean by that is that you can spend a lot of time in information gathering mode, where you're sort of just dipping your toes in the water. Hey man, you know what? I'm working at Starbucks but I'm really great at this other thing or I've got this corporate job like our client uh, like our client Mo our client Mo was working in the corporate world for a really long time she's pretty successful in the corporate world but she really wanted to go out there and fly her own flag and and, and become a coach and, and become a coach for, um, for for women for female executives and and it would have been so easy for her to just sort of dabble and dabble and dabble and dabble and, dabble and never actually take the plunge. So if you're thinking about starting a business or you're thinking about growing your business or expanding your business, you really don't want to spend that much time just sort of like reading books or watching YouTube videos or listening to podcasts or kind of just like dipping your toes in the water, maybe talking to some people that have done it. Like, I mean, it's okay to do that a little bit, but, but you, it comes to a point where if you want to create change in your life, you have to create massive, massive action. And so the best thing to do in that situation is instead of just trying to gather information, Focus on transformation, focus on finding people that have already done the thing that you're trying to do and who are helping other people do that thing really, really successfully and go pay whatever it takes to work with those people and have them get you into action step by step by step. Because otherwise, you're going to just be listening to 50 different people. You're going to pick up a little strategy from here. You're going to pick up a little idea from there. And those things might not really mesh well together. And the whole time, it's very passive. You're just gathering information, gathering information. What creates wealth is massive action. And so the faster you can get out of dabbling and into action, the better and more powerful you're going to be.
1: Yeah. You definitely need to put your stake in the ground with it, right? Like some people talk about the power of burning the boats, right? Like you make this decision, I'm going to burn the boats and I'm, you know, take away any chance of me going back and living the old way so I can only go forward, right? So that you're just, you're, all in is what we like to say you're just completely all in and to be all in you got to do something again we're coming back to the like doing something that might feel a little bit scary do something that creates massive amounts of momentum. Right. Because if you just do a little bit, it's so easy to do a little bit. And then it's like, OK, well, it's not enough that I have a lot of momentum and I have a lot of direction going, you know, a lot of a lot of movement going the direction that I want to go. You just have a little bit. So it's OK if I take a couple weeks off and I kind of focus my attention over here and then you come back and you're like, OK, I'll do this other little thing. And and it's like you you, you take one step forward and two steps back. One step forward and two steps back. Where if you put your stake in the ground and you make a public commitment to yourself or maybe that best friend or somebody who you know can think big like you and and then say, okay, what is one thing that I can can commit to, that I can do now, that I know that doing this one thing puts that stake in the ground. And that means it's going to create massive amounts of of momentum which really takes us into you know something like that where you make a decision like I'm gonna you know I'm gonna create this program I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, you know I'm gonna go work with clients on demand because I know in eight weeks I'm gonna have a business on the other side of that that's big and it's one of those things right like it's like well cool. what I'm gonna commit to what I'm gonna have a business in, in eight to twelve weeks right right it catches your breath but that's what creates that momentum because it's so big.
0: Yeah, absolutely guys, and this is what we try to create with our clients when they come to work with us they're making a big they're making an investment to work with us they're making a commitment to work with us and man we hit the ground running mm. so we don't let people just sit there and like watch some videos and gather some information and then just cool their heels we actually get you into action we hold you accountable we make sure you're following the steps or make sure you're doing the things because we know those things are probably outside your comfort zone you know if you've never run ads before it's going to be scary if you've never had a conversation with a client and asked them hey $5000 $8000 $10000 to work with you that's scary but we're here to hold your hand through every step of the process and we're here to get you actually doing it and that's why our clients get such incredible results because we don't let people just sort of hang out you know and really that's kind of what this whole thing is about we talked about three things we talked about getting ready to get ready we talked about thinking small and we talked about dabbling instead of doing and those are the three habits that you must give up if you want to become a millionaire but really if you think about it all three of those are just about getting into massive action Mm. and so if that is what you want then the next step, the biggest step you could possibly take is to book a call with our team. So if you are a coach, consultant, expert, author, speaker, or you want to monetize your knowledge or your expertise and turn that into a six or seven figure business, then we want to talk to you. So here's what I want you to do. Go to clientsondemand.com forward slash talk. You can go to that page and you're going to see our calendar. And on that calendar has all the available appointment times over the next few days. Pick whichever appointment time works for you and we will call you at the time that you chose. We'll get on the phone for about 45 minutes and we can get into everything about your business. Here's what's working. Here's what's not working. Here's what you've tried. Here's where you're stuck. Here's what you want to achieve. Here's why you haven't been able to achieve it. And we'll put our heads together and come up with a really amazing game plan to get you past those obstacles and get you into moving to where you want to go. And the good news is you can probably stop doing like 80 to 90% of the, the marketing stuff that you've been doing. And we'll focus just on that tiny percentage of stuff that creates massive exponential wins for you. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash talk. And then if you want to talk to us about, you know, implementing that game plan and how we can help you do that, great. We can talk about that too. If not, that's okay. Our goal on that call is just to provide you with massive value. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash talk right now and book that call. Because if you've been stuck thinking small, you've been stuck getting ready to get ready, you've been stuck dabbling, this is the path out of that once and for all. Because look, building the business of your dreams, I'm not gonna say it's easy, but it is simple. The things that you need to do are relatively simple. You just have to do them. So let us lay out that path for you, that game plan for you step-by-step step, and let us honestly hold your feet to the fire a little bit and get you into action. And when you do run into problems, we'll be right there to support you. Go to clientsonaman.com forward slash talk, book that call to speak to us. All right, guys, that's gonna do it for us today. JJ, thank you so much for your, all your insight and wisdom and brilliance. And uh, we will catch you guys on the next show.
1: Have a great day, guys.
0: Thanks for tuning in to today's show. A brand new episode will be released every Wednesday, so be sure to click subscribe. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash C-A-L-L and book an appointment to speak with our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, The exact price you should be charging, whether that's $5,000, $10,000, $15,000 or more. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy that you should be using to reach them. Remember, building an incredible coaching business or professional services company does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped clients from all over the world scale their businesses to six or seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. So to see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino, and let's talk soon.